We'll make it work. Fuck it. I like saying fuck it. Fuck it. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And welcome to this edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I know that's what she says, but this isn't her voice. I know what you're thinking right now. Are you really fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? I'm not. It is Greg DeMarco and Patrick O'Dowd here on this continuation of the Greg DeMarco Show version of the Hashtag Miranda Show. It is Miranda's birthday. So, so happy birthday, Miranda. You're not here on your birthday. Um, she won't be here next week either because she has to do, she's talking about it anyway. She has a, a wedding thing to deal with next Tuesday. So she will not have, uh, that show next week either, but we are going to do Whatever. the elements of, <laughs> it's true, man. She's getting married. Um, I mean, good on her podcasting just by the wayside, I guess. Yeah. Right. Some of the baddest motherfuckers cool. on the planet are on that plane. This whole wedding thing, by the way, is is now been outed as my fault. So, yeah, another topic for another hashtag. Topic. Greg's fault hashtag is that Greg's on the invitation? In a good way. It's, no, it's, it's on, not on the. Invitation. It's on. The, it's on the program as you walk in. Like you know, you get the little program for the wedding. If like, if there's a program, it technically would be on the program. But that's all I want to say about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. There you go. Fucking nerd. Uh, and we'll do this one too. Just get get all the hits in for for Miranda. Um, so, so we tied the Greg DeMarco show. Hopefully you guys listened, had a lot of fun as part of the ChairShot radio network here at the chairshot.com. The chairshot.com. The chairshot.com. Always use your head. Of war games. War games. War games. So, but we talked so much about Vince and Stephanie and Triple H and all that that we didn't get to the other stuff. So what we're going to do now is the other stuff with myself and Patrick O'Dowd. Same, same Twitter handles as before, at Wrestling Realist, W-R-E-S-E-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T, at Chairshot Greg. What? You didn't do the thing. Did I do it wrong? You didn't do the big N-G. I've never heard you not do the big. Oh, I just like plowed right through it. I'm sorry. You did. At, at Chair Shot Greg and at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-N-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist, and there is one in Patrick, and there is one in Friend. For the best friend, the Wrestling Realist, Patrick O'Dowd, go follow him. Be one of the the humans that follows him. My are loyal follower. Are you prepared? Are you prepared to recognize one of these sex bots that is following you on the Twitter? Well, I've gotten a lot of new ones lately. I, I've been very excited for for my recent. Uh, I actually want to get followers. you like a, a, a sound bite for this. That's like the sound bite of some being, woman being like, "Subscribe to my OnlyFans," but I haven't had a chance to do that yet. So, 
Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, give somebody. We're, a we're shout gonna out. recognize. We're gonna we're gonna give a shout out to uh, Annalise Strissel. She's twenty one, man. Of course she is. Uh, she she last posted on April seventh a lovely photo of uh, of her, which I'm sure is totally really her. Uh, and she is notable for being in the top four point one six percent. Four point one six percent, Greg. Only of OnlyFans. Now, people need to give her a follow too. It sounds like because she's only got twenty six followers. But she's in the top four point one six percent with twenty six yes, followers. She's so legit that she doesn't need a lot of followers, and she only follows thirteen hundred seventy five other lonely guy twitter accounts of which you are i'm one. sure so so let's of which i am so, one. so what's her let's, we got to go all the way what's the handle at annalise a-n-n-a-l-i-s-e stris s-t-r-i-s-s one she's completely legit man i'm telling you absolutely yep. yeah not followed by anyone you're following so obviously you did not follow miss stris back no, I, I did not follow Miss Trissel yeah, back. Her thing I, is I, like I, six I, pictures, and that's it. Um, yeah, she's completely real, man. Don't, and they were all posted on April seventh. Like, so I, <laughs> she had so one. Really, she had one busy day. Yes, and then never touch it again. I um, I get followed by these people on Facebook that are like that. Yeah, but here's the interesting thing: if you go to their pictures and you start scrolling. They go from white, Russian, American, whatever, Anglo-Saxon female to like Middle Eastern male about a year down in their pictures. And then it's like oh, yeah, Middle yeah. Eastern family. Uh, like it's obvious what's going on here. Um, yeah, there were a couple of contenders because there was another well, one. Hang on. We got more weeks. I know we got more weeks. I, I just worry that Twitter's going to make them go away. Okay. <laughs> like, you know how the- Right, Twitter's fair. gonna wipe it. That's fair. because <laughs> uh, because the other one that I almost did was like um was Lily Bellina, who Okay. Um it's a different Asian woman in like in the, each picture. Oh wait, no, no, this was the this was the same one. Okay. Um uh, one of them it was like three different Asian women were the photos. Right. And it was right. like, yeah, I, I don't I, I call me crazy, but I don't believe you. Uh, you know, anyway, we've, like you said, we've got time. Um, love these one, one or two photos, by the way, somebody, you know, young ladies out there, don't put your photos out on the internet. They get stolen and they get oh, put yeah. on fake accounts. Like that's, that's, that's how this works. Absolutely. You're, you're hundred percent. Right, no, so. it's, it's Annalise's, it's Annalise's day. We will talk about Gerda Doris next time. <laughs> Gerda Doris. Like we talk about the box of gimmicks. This is a box of stripper names that, that happened. Right. I need to bring she back. Also you know, had a big, I'm going to have to bring back April 7th. Um, oh, really? It's a big day for fake Twitter. It was, it was a important day. I'm going to have to bring back the, the, the TNA knockouts stripper name gimmick that I used to do a long time ago with cherry right. pie playing in the background. And yeah, I, I, I can't do it right now. I don't have the proper background music, but we're going to take a quick break. Come back. Hey, ProWrestlingTees.com for us a chair shot. Get you a t-shirt. It supports us. Supports a lot of good things. Go do it. ProWrestlingTees.com for us a chair shot. Commercial time. Go.
Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Welcome back to the Hashtag Miranda Show. It's a birthday. She's not here. Greg DeMarco, Patrick O'Dowd. Really just continuing the Greg DeMarco Show, but we're going to have some fun. You know what time it is. Shut your dumb mouth. You just made the list. It's time to do the list. The list, if you don't know what it is, uh, we basically come up with a topic. I will come up with a topic this week. Patrick and I will take turns adding the topics to the list until we come up with six. Then Patrick and I will take turns putting them in order from one to six. So I will come up with the topic. So Patrick will be the first person to add somebody to the list. And then I will continue. We'll alternate, and then when we put them in order of one through six, I will go first, he will go second, so on and so forth, right? That just makes sense. So what is our list today? You just made the list! We came up with this based on last week's superhero, well, villain draft on Bandwagon Nerds. Cosmic villain draft on Bandwagon Nerds. Uh, Wrestling villains is the topic for this week, so... Patrick O'Dowd, you get to go first. Which wrestling villain can you tell? Hey, you just made the list. I hope you love this as much as I I love this first choice because this is I, I'm pretty certain way outside of the box. Okay, of what you considered, and I and I asked multiple times whether these were storyline villains or real life villains. And, and I my said, my first yes. villain, yes, my first villain of pro wrestling is if you believe Eric Bischoff anyway, uh, the sole ent- the entity responsible for the death of WCW, and that is Time Warner. Should it be AOL Time Warner? AOL Time Warner, if you want to include it. the whole group. AOL Time Warner, the company that didn't want pro wrestling on its television stations and tried to do all it could to kill it. Again, if you believe our good friend Eric Bischoff and Guy Evans. Which I do. So I love it. I would not have had it on my list, and I love it. Um, so I this is one of those things where we have to put things on the list to make it make sense. Um, and so I'm going to put this on the list. Did, 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 did you rectify what you texted me? No, not yet. Okay. Um, it's fine. Rectify. I, I, I can talk. Um, so this version of a person on the list, and and I'll have to reveal to Patrick because he had to go off camera for a moment when he comes back as he walks into the abyss of hollow notes because he's got the zoom background up. So when he walks, it disappears. Um, I don't know if I were, I don't, I don't even have him on my short list, but based on what we talked about during the Greg DeMarco show, I have to put him on the list right now. Um, we talked about villains in wrestling, and, and and they can be storyline, they can be not storyline. So my first villain for the list of villains in professional wrestling is none other than one of our favorites who has blocked me on social media, and that is the one and only David Meltzer. That's who I am putting on the list right now. So I will write it down on my list right here, and Patrick just put on the headset so he can learn that I have added to the list of villains in professional wrestling, Patrick O'Dowd, Dave Meltzer. Oh, 
Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's why I did it now, because I was like, you might steal it later. Um, I put Dave Meltzer on the list. Dave Meltzer, Ugh. you just made the list. You fucking jackass. Uh, okay. Well, that took away my second pick uh, of of today. That's no, that's the glory okay. that's, of the that's, activity. That's that's why we do drafts um, mm-hmm. once a year on Bandwagon Nerds, um, so we can create outrage amongst each other. Uh, I got to go with the man of the hour um, yep. within within the last couple of weeks. Uh, as much as as much great that he did for professional wrestling, uh, as we talked about on the Greg DeMarco show. Vincent Kennedy McMahon was also kind of a villain, uh, was a pretty strong villain, not just in the, the you know, killing of the territories with his vision, but on our television screens. Like the Vincent, the Vince McMahon character in the 90s, why you tuned in to, to Monday Night Raw was to watch him and Steve Austin get after each other in the late night, mid to late 90s. So Vince McMahon. And honestly, had had um, had I not gone with Dave Meltzer, I would have gone with Vince McMahon, and you probably would have gone with Dave Meltzer. So it all evens out in the end because Vince was the first person I wrote down when I made my list of villains for this activity. So I am going to go another one that can go either way, uh, real life or otherwise. But to me, it's more otherwise because this person, when they finally did it, when they finally turned heel, changed the course of wrestling history forever for more than one company and that is and i'm even going to phrase it this way hollywood hogan is my next villain for the list of villains number four you just made the list hollywood hogan yeah hard to hard to argue that one um which brings me to to my last one and here's the funny thing is i feel like all four of these I have been very, are very consequential names. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, have some fun in, in turn, in terms of villains and consequent consequential villains. Don't know that I would call him a consequential villain, but he was the first heel turn that upset me. Okay. That shot, not shocked me. Uh, because even as a you know ten year old, eleven year old, I I could see where this was going uh, when it happened. Uh, but then for a two year run from WrestleMania five, or yeah, from WrestleMania five before WrestleMania five to WrestleMania seven, I hated the Macho Man Randy Savage. The Macho King Randy Savage was just. I couldn't stand him with sensational queen. Sherry was, was just the best. And so uh, I'm going to probably kick myself with the other name I left off, but I got to go with something that meant a lot to me as a kid. Macho man, Randy Savage. Nothing wrong with that. Look, these lists are lists. Like like we could do the same exact list. list. We could do the same exact list later in the future and have different people on them. Like that's entirely possible. This is not the end all be all. This is fun. Macho Man Randy Savage. So the last person that I can tell, hey. You just made the list. Is very recent. I'm going to go with, with recent wrestling history. And I do believe that this person's turnaround um, in, in being a villain in the modern day sense 
because people love what this person does so much, I don't think they get the credit that they deserve to get as a true villain. But when you look at their rise and when you look at the development of the character and the characters around the character, this has been one of the greatest villains in wrestling history already. And it's not done yet. We're still seeing it. So it's time to acknowledge me. My last villain for the list is none other than the head of the table, the tribal chief, my tribal chief, and yours, Roman, as, as Paul Heyman would say, Roman Reigns. So, we've got our six people. AOL Time Warner, six people, entities. Dave Meltzer, Vince McMahon, Hollywood Hogan, Randy Savage, and Roman Reigns. We will now put them in order from one through six. I get to go first, then Patrick O'Dowd. And Patrick O'Dowd, I am putting number one on this list. And in my opinion, it's indisputable, although it could probably be disputed. The number one villain in all of wrestling history, the number one villain on my list, and I would argue on anybody's list, is none other than Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The character, I, the I, person, the everything. Yeah, I, I, I can't see any way that you argue against Even that. before um, what's going on today, I think he still would have had to be number Right. But, like, yeah, and again, as a person from, you know, we talked all about this and him in, you know, playing a very strong role in, in what he did to, to territory wrestling by, you know, cherry picking the best of the best from every territory. Uh, as, as it was in the 80s, that was an all-star roster. And the only company that could compete, and even they needed help from, from you know, mm-hmm. to be purchased by Ted Turner was Jim Crockett promotions and they were scrambling. And so, and they died. right. And then eventually they died. Um, and Vince and his company won. So it's hard not to argue against that. Um, and then of course his character on your television screen, like I talked about every Monday, uh, makes a lot of sense. So who's number two? So, well, that's, that's a tough call. Because do I go with the person I despise in professional wrestling more than any other human uh, in wrestling? Or do I go with a character that, as you rightfully noted, kicked off the biggest shakeup in pro wrestling and its rise to popularity? And I think you got to go with you think you got to go with option B. I think it's got to be Hollywood Hogan because Hollywood Hogan made wrestling cool. Uh, Kevin Nash and, and Scott Hall made wrestling cool too, but but it would not then, have been the same if Sting no. were the third man or anybody if Bret Hart were the third man. None of it would have been the same. Right. If Mabel were the third were. man, well, how uh, and, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because you you've known my journey as a fan and how I became a lapsed fan in high school. Uh, really stopped watching. And I came to college, and that was when I first started hearing that, oh, hey, Hulk Hogan's a bad guy now. And just the novelty and idea of seeing Hulk Hogan as a bad guy brought me back to pro wrestling and got me watching Monday Nitro uh, on a regular basis. And then as WWE and Monday Night Raw became what it became, started doing the channel flip. So for me... It's it's got to be Hollywood Hogan. I agree. In fact, the person, the other person, you might have been thinking, 
I would hate to have them so high on the list. I don't think they deserve to be high on the list. Um, they'd probably take it as a bad. They, they'd take credit. I almost hope they end up number six, but who knows? It's it's. I mean, that could happen. It could, it could. Which means I've got to pinpoint number three, which is somewhat difficult. But I am going to give the hat tip to the modern day villain and make number three the head of the table, the tribal chief, the man in God mode himself, Roman Reigns. Leaving you with number four. We have three more left. Right. Well, and I'm going to go with my, the first, uh, the first villain that I put out there, I'm going to go with AOL time Warner because it's, it's fascinating to, to hear the story of the death by a thousand paper cuts that AOL time Warner did in, 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 killing WCW because they didn't kill it outright because it was making too much money to do it. But what they did was they handcuffed it so much and really made it hard for them to continue. made it hard for WCW creatively to continue what they wanted to do. Again, if you, if you take into account this, this book, which I've read um, twice and the account of one of the guys was there, Eric Bischoff, uh, they, they, you know, it took them a while but they eventually were able to offload it, not just sell it, but sell it for next to nothing to the WWE. And there were people who were willing to pay more for it. And it's like the folks that were trying to get rid of it at AOL Time Warner wanted to make sure that it was dead, buried, dirt on top, shovel padded down, and then a concrete paddock put over the top of the grave to make sure it never came back. So AOL Time Warner it's funny, too, because the WWE even considered bringing it back, and it just didn't work. Um, right. But, yeah, no, they wanted that thing dead and gone. Bischoff and company would have paid a lot more for it, but then it still would have existed. Um, and even WWE, when they bought it at the time, they thought they were getting the TV slot, and it turns out they weren't. So, yeah, who knows? Well, then I'm going Randy Savage. Because, God damn it, I don't want to give Dave Meltzer the credit. Right. But it does mean that I get to talk about how, um, in, in the last spot, Dave, all you do is hurt the industry you claim to love by speculating, taking, I don't even know what it is that you, I don't even know who your sources are anymore. I don't know what your sources are. Every time I hear a snippet or any piece of your radio show, I don't hear you talking about people saying anything to you. What I hear is you saying, I think blah, 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 and then writing it as if it were fact. But he doesn't always do that. Sometimes people do it to him. Right. And and sure. Um, but I'm burying Dave Meltzer right now. So we're not going to talk about the, the, the facts the be times damned. It's not his fault. Facts be damned. But you can't deny, like, sure, he, his words matter. And this is the thing that's frustrating and why he's such a villain. His words matter and he knows they matter. Um, and he's not careful with what he does. And that is what's really infuriating. And he's got such a, a loyal base behind him that will defend him no matter what. Like even the tweet I sent you where he plays off his, oh, his that line stupidity. that Roman Reigns, yeah, where he tries to be like, oh, it was, you know, I can't believe I missed that. And maybe that's true. Like that's the funny thing is maybe – I'm too cynical now about the guy that, that I don't buy it. But like the first thing you see is 
the first comment is, yeah, you've just got so much going on in your head. I, I it's totally understandable that you wouldn't think of the biggest fucking name in professional wrestling. And you would think of Johnny Gargano. That's warped. I'm sorry. That's just warped. Like, give me a fucking break. And I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I agree with you. I, I do. So Vince McMahon, Hollywood Hogan, Roman Reigns, AOL Time Warner, Randy Savage, and Dave Meltzer. Congratulations. You just made the list. And until next time. Shut your dumb mouth. All right, Patrick O'Dowd. You know what time it is. It is time for another edition of Baron Corbin Sucks. What is Baron Corbin even doing? Besides sucking? Baron Corbin sucks. I was like, it doesn't even matter because Baron Corbin sucks. That'll do it for this week's edition of Baron Corbin Sucks. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. To answer the question you asked before the break, he's feuding with Pat McAfee. The highest profile thing he's done in years. Um, no, I know what he's doing. That was, it was a rhetorical question for the Baron Corbin Sucks. Sure, sure it was, Dave Meltzer. Sure it was. No, I'm just kidding. I know it was. I'm. I know. You wrote you. For, first of all, you told me it was Pat McAfee two weeks ago. So like, <laughs> I don't even remember like, that. You, that makes like, sense. You could have called me out two weeks ago, but now because I don't watch SmackDown. It's okay. It's a good show. You should check it out. You're welcome, yeah. Patrick O'Dowd. There are certain things in the world of professional wrestling that you know, good, bad. Maybe people like it. Maybe people don't. It's it's just the hard truth, and sometimes, well, it just needs to be said, and that's where we're at today, Patrick. I just needed to be said, and I had something else in mind for it needed to be said. Believe it involved AEW. It doesn't even matter at this point because it's driving home a point that we talked about during the first half of tonight's programming of your Wednesday program. Whenever you're listening, it needed to be said, Patrick. Go down. None of this happens. None of this exists. None of us care. None of us do any of what we're doing right now in the world of professional wrestling. Whether we put it on, whether we are wrestlers, whether we are analysts, whether we are writers, whether we are just fans. None of it happens without Vince McMahon. And that's just the truth. They needed to be said. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there's just no argument to it. And I felt it's funny. Gerald Briscoe actually put out a tweet mm-hmm. that he then had to like backpedal, like yeah. backpedal crazy on because he basically made the point you made. He just did it very inelegantly. Um, Cause he was upset. And, right. He's, I'm sorry. You know, he's not, I'm sorry. He, again, he's like Bruce. He's part of that. He was part of that inner circle and family and it was extraordinarily close to, to Vince McMahon for, for years. I mean, him and Pat Patterson. Um, so 
you know, he puts out this tweet that's like, you know, people running down Vince, you know, are just a bunch of terrible marks and, and you know, called, you know, basically was like calling some people some, you know, calling, calling fans marks and names and was just very angry. Uh, and then had to come back and was like, look, I don't condone what he said or what he's done. My point is, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then, you know, I think it, I think he may have deleted the tweet of, at some point. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's still there. I didn't look after that. I just saw that he went there and walked back, but he's right. He's right. And we talked about this on the Greg DeMarco show. Uh, like, I don't care about pro wrestling to the level I do if it's not for the WWF in the 80s. And yeah, I speak fondly of the AWA, but I would have lost interest and never come back to wrestling if I'd only watched the AWA. Because right. I've gone back and rewatched the AWA now. Just like I've gone back and I've rewatched, you know, Crockett television. I, I've gone back and watched Mid Atlantic Championship Wrestling. Those shows, friends, are not there. It's it's of a different era, and it's not it's not entertaining. It's repetitive. It's the same matches and same promos over and over and over again every week for months at a time. And Absolutely. things that would happen that you would just accept as a fan back then, like would infuriate today's fan. For example, title changes. Title changes never happened on television. Ever. It happened on they, house shows. Know, yeah. In the Crockett days, you would you would like tune in to your regular show on Saturday, Sunday, or whatever. And out of nowhere, here comes uh, Sam Houston with the, you know, NWA World National East Northern Southwestern title. And he, you know, he won it two weeks ago over at the Sportatorium in, you know, something Georgia. And that's, you just, you ran with it. You were, you were lucky to get a still of that match, let alone a replay. Uh, and everything was about hyping people to go to local shows. And so when you go to these and you watch these old shows, and I, and I, I say this as a guy who's watching, kind of going through and watching the, the, the birth of the four horsemen right now. Everything in between when, Ar, when Arn and Oli or Tully or Rick are, not, are on the screen, it's, it's, it's rough. It, it, it's a rough watch. Um, and so Vince changed all that. Vince made pro wrestling engaging and kept me watching long after I had stopped listening to my favorite guys, who also, by the way, outside of Nick Bockwinkle, moved over to the WWF. So Bobby Heenan, who was one half of the greatest pairing in the AWA with Nick Bockwinkle, mm-hmm. he went over to he went over to Vince and found Gorilla Monsoon. And just like I'll go watch reruns of primetime wrestling anytime you want me to. It's fucking hilarious with him and Gorilla sitting at the table arguing with each other. It's great stuff. Uh, I don't do that if it's not for Vince McMahon. So, yeah, yeah, it, it did have to be said, Craig. It had to be said. It had to be said. I am gonna uh, let me ask this question. This is a tough question. I, I know because the many many names could fulfill this, but but you sh- you should know. Or you'll you you'll, if you go like of course when I reveal who do I respect more than any other person in this wrestling business? Who do you respect more? Is this a person you actually know and have like met, or is this? I've met this person. You've met this person. 
Is it Adam? It Adam is Adam Pierce. Yeah. I respect Adam, Adam Pierce Adam more than anybody. On July 22nd, Adam Pierce posted the following on Facebook. Love you somebody today? You, no, he posts that all the time. Um, but in this instance, he, he posted, uh, you changed my life. You changed my family's life. You let me sit under the learning tree. I'm grateful beyond words, and I always will be. Thank you, boss. It's a picture of Adam Pierce and Vince McMahon. He didn't run it back. He didn't clarify. Of course, he wasn't chastising other people like like Jared Briscoe did. But he said that if Adam Pierce can thank Vince McMahon for what he's meant to him and this business, then I think the rest of us can too. Because no one, the, Adam Pierce's mantra is literally work hard, treat people fairly, and earn respect. That's what he is all about. That's what he's been about for years. This is the first time we ever spoke to him. This is the first time we ever met him. It's always been work hard, treat people fairly, and earn respect. And if he can look at Vince McMahon and acknowledge me, then so can I. And, and so can we. Love him or hate him, and most of us hate him, and we hate him for the things that he's done, and he deserves to be chastised for the things that he's done. Vince McMahon is the reason we're all doing this, and there's really no other way to look at it. So that is going to do it for this week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show with no Miranda whatsoever as she is off celebrating the date of birth. The date that she, what do they say? Like happy escape from the womb day. I don't know the silly things that people say. People who say that also say anywho. So I don't know. But, um, anywho, yeah, that was a joke on, on you and, and, and the lovely and talented Mrs. O'Dowd. Um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a, been a real fun time this week. Just, just, this is a pivotal time in professional wrestling history. We get to be a part of it. And it, all of us, when I say we, I do mean Patrick and I who get to talk about this on a weekly basis. I who gets to promote it and all the people around me that I get to do that with. But everybody from those within the business, those working in WWE, those behind the scenes, the talent in the ring, to the fans sitting at home watching this product, even to those people working for AEW who think Tony Khan is a second coming and is going to save the wrestling business. This is a pivotal moment for literally everybody. And, and who knows how many of those we will have in our lifetime. We've been lucky enough to have more than one because we were there at the dawn of the WrestleMania era. We were there for the Monday Night Wars. And now we're there for this. And, and literally those are the three most pivotal times in wrestling history. Um, and we get to be here for all of them. And, and, and damn, like that's pretty fucking crazy. And who knows what it's going to bring next, but we'll be here to talk about it. So. We thank you for listening. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash a chair shot. Pick up some good stuff. Thank you for being a part of all of this. Next week, God, who knows what the wrestling world is going to bring us to talk about. It'll be after SummerSlam, and, and we'll just see what happens. So until then, thanks for listening. Always use your head. Here comes the big dog. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.